Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of May Contain Trace of Soy, the podcast all about surviving and thriving on a plant-based, low-waste lifestyle. We used to say zero waste, but honestly, zero waste is kind of impossible to get to. Let's be realistic and say a low-waste lifestyle. How is everyone doing out there? I hope that you have had a brilliant week and you're excited for a great weekend. Um, I just wanted to say first up, hello to all of our returning listeners. Welcome back, soybeans. And a big hi to all of our new listeners as well. Super psyched to have you listening to the podcast today. If you're new around here, you won't know this, but we do do shout outs on this show. So that is something where you, the listener, can get in touch with us and you can tell us what kind of stuff you'd like to hear on the podcast. You can ask us questions or suggest topics that you would like covered, and we will do a shout out for you on the next show. You can hit us up on Instagram. We are May Contain Traces of Soy or on Facebook. And uh, if you are new around here and you are enjoying the podcast, something you can do to help us out is to go and rate and review the podcast on your favorite podcasting platform. But definitely do it over on Apple if you can. I think Spotify now has the ability to rate and review podcasts as well. So wherever you're listening, really, guys, if you could do that for me, that would be super amazing. It's super duper helpful. It really helps to push the podcast up there so that more people see it and hopefully spread that non-judgmental vegan message. So thanks so much for joining us for this week. This is episode two, season three. We are in 2022. And for our first episode, we kicked off talking about vegan milks and milk alternatives. Although we kind of like stuck to three different types of milks and then just like tried a bunch of (laughs) soy milks, basically. Uh, But, you know, we talked about it. We talked through some things. That was a fun one. We were good enough to have Daniel on the podcast for that one. Daniel's not joining us this week because he couldn't get his act into gear to record on time with me. So we're going to go this one alone, guys, but I think we can handle it. What I wanted to talk to you about this week was just what it's like to go and be vegan in Hobart. So we are living at the moment in Launceston, Tasmania in Australia. I know a lot of our listeners are overseas And if it didn't give it away already, I am Australian, (laughs) but um, we are, yeah, living in Tasmania, which is the bottom of Australia in this tiny little island. And there's only two really big cities down here. So Hobart is the main city and Launceston is the second biggest in the state. So it's a three hour drive. And we actually recently went over and did an overnight trip over in Hobart. We went to Mona, which is one of the most famous art galleries 
Um, they're actually really contending these days on a bit of a world stage rather than just on a national stage against other Aussie galleries. Mona's pretty well known worldwide. So we went there, we checked that out, and that was a heap of fun. But even at Mona, there was some great vegan options. So at Mona, we went and visited Dudsby's, which is like a vegetarian burger place, but you can veganize all of their food. And they were serving Beyond Meat burgers there, which was really cool. I love Beyond Meat because it is one of the more meaty tasting fake burgers. So that's one of my faves. We went there and we had that for lunch and then we wandered around. But we also checked out a bunch of other great restaurants. We did Salamanca Markets. It was a heap of fun. So I wanted to talk you through some of the great vegan options that you can get in Hobart. So super excited to have you guys here for this one. So as I was saying, we did do Mona first up and we went and got uh, that burger from Dobsby's. But the other places that we checked out, when I actually was going to be going to Hobart, I went on to the Facebook Tasmanian Vegans group. So there's actually a lot of support that you can access through public groups and through social media groups and even just through social media accounts if you want to get a better idea of vegan options in your area. Um, I know that it's been a super big help to me. I'm still a part of the Brisbane Vegan Group and I'm a part of the Australian Vegan Group and I'm a part of the Launceston Vegans and the Tasmanian Vegans just every vegan group that's applicable to where I've lived, I have joined up and I remain like in some of the ones where I'm not living anymore. So we went and um, we I checked that group out and I just dropped them online and said, hey guys, we're heading to Hobart. Would you be able to recommend any places? No shit. In like, you know, maybe a couple of hours, I had more than like 30 or 40 responses in there tagging restaurants that we could check out places that weren't all vegan but had good vegan options places that had separate vegan menus all vegan places um, suggestions at the markets for which stores had vegan food I'm just always so consistently blown away by how supportive the vegan community is out there once you sort of get into it and I definitely I know and I respect that sometimes it can be difficult when you are an outsider when you're not yet vegan if you are converting slowly if you're vegetarian there is a lot of nastiness and there's a lot of hate sometimes and there's a lot of whataboutisms and you know measuring yardsticks of veganness against each other um I'm not down for any of that. As you guys know, I think all of that is just bullshit and there's no place in the world for it. We really don't need that kind of nonsense um, in this movement, like at all. Uh, I personally don't care if you are just starting your vegan journey, if you are just having meat-free Mondays, man. Like I am all for supporting you on your journey to a more sustainable and more cruelty-free life. And I think that's the way everyone should be about it. I don't think that we should be gatekeeping veganism because we do see that happen sometimes. But on the flip side of that, I did want to acknowledge that in these groups, sometimes you see a lot of support, you know, which is really nice to see because we have dealt with a lot of that kind of nonsensey, gatekeepy crap that does happen in the vegan community. So I feel as though for more supportive groups, it's like the foodie groups and the recipe groups where people are less jerky about veganism and about, you know, the different layers and stuff and complexities. Like, I don't think I've ever seen people go off and be all crazy about, you know, the Beyond uh, Burgers or the Impossible Burgers like they have in other groups that are just centered on veganism alone. So anything that's like a food-based group, they tend to be more supportive and a little bit kinder. 
I would recommend if you haven't joined up with those and you are going vegan and you want to learn more about vegan food in your area, just look for like, you know, vegans in X area and then just like see if you can find any foodie related groups. Um, in Australia, there's a great baking one uh, by Sarah Kidd. So it's called uh, Vegan Baking, Cooking and Other Resources or something like that. Very easy to find because it's one of the largest groups. I think it has like more than 30,000 members. Sarah Kidd is the um, admin of that group. She began the whole thing and she's a fantastic vegan baker. She has a YouTube channel too and we've done an interview with her before on the podcast. So I'm going to drop like a little link to that previous episode in the show notes here if you want to go check that out. She has some great tips on veganizing all of your baking and cooking. But yeah, there are lots of good groups that you can join. I definitely think it's worthwhile checking them out. And I found a lot of support this time around in terms of finding good Hobart vegan places to check out. So let's jump into where we did go. I had a bunch recommended to me. One of the ones that that was recommended over and over again was Bury Me Standing. Now that's a bagel joint in Hobart. It is incredibly popular. As I understand, they have amazing vegan bagels and donuts. And I was so keen to go check that out. We didn't end up finding the time to go do it, unfortunately. We were kind of chock-a-block the time that we were there. And we just didn't make we just didn't make it there, to be honest. Like, we just didn't fit it in. But I think next time we go to Hobart, it's going to be at the top of my list to go check them out. So that's Bury Me Standing in Hobart. They do lots of great bagels, amazing coffee, and really good vegan donuts and, like, pastries and stuff. So definitely give them a look if you're in Hobart. Um, the Thai veggie hut was another one that got a lot of honorable mentions in the comments. So Thai veggie hut, that looked really good too. Um, there was little Lotus cafe. So that's like a vegetarian cafe that has vegan options. I found that a lot of them were primarily vegetarian places that then of course they gave you vegan options because all vegan places, probably not as common, whereas all vegetarian places cater to a wider audience. So If you're ever sort of looking around when you're going to be traveling somewhere and trying to work out where you can go, rather than searching vegan joints, search for vegetarian joints and then have a look at their menu and see what can be veganized or if they offer you some vegan options there. It's a really good tip. Um, One of the other ones that everyone spoke about was Little Poet. They're meant to have really good coffee and they have lovely brunchy sort of vegan food. Um, There was also... The Winston. The Winston is like a pub that apparently has a vegan menu with um, burgers and stuff on it. So I did want to check that out. But to be honest, the weather was absolutely atrocious when we were in Hobart. We actually made a vlog as well. So I'm going to drop a link to the YouTube for you guys to go check out the vlog as well. Um, You'll see it was just bucketing down. Uh, We got soaked through. We were actually, guys, we were meant to stay two nights and we just left uh, the second afternoon. It was just too cold. We had, you know, completely kind of soaked our clothes. Our jackets were all wet through. We were staying in a really dingy little hotel room with no kind of receptionist or concierge. Um... It was really cheap, so I guess that's why it was like that. But, yeah, we couldn't sort of find any way to dry anything out, and it just didn't seem worth staying. We'd already been to do a bunch of different stuff, and as we do live so close by, if we want to go back, we definitely can sort of do that without too much trouble. It wasn't like we'd pay for a flight there. You know what I mean? So, yeah, we actually <laughs> we wound up coming back early. Maybe if we had enough, we would have seen one more place, but it was pretty – yeah – It was a bit of a depressing weekend to go to Hobart. The rain was not it. Um, But yes, if you go and check out the vlog, you'll be able to see that. You'll be able to see our trip to Mona. And you also can see all of the amazing food that we did eat. So 
I will get to the food that we did eat in Hobart now. We had um, this delicious, like, burger at Mona. Then we came from there and went back to check to the hotel, uh, which was in Salamanca um, near the markets. And that was on Friday afternoon. And we had had a drink while we were out with some friends then too. We jumped from there to the replay bar, which is in the center of town in Hobart. And it reminds me so much of Netherworld. So if you are from Brisbane or you've been to Brisbane, or if you're like a gamer, if you're very into pinball, if you're very into gaming, you'll probably have heard of Netherworld Arcade in um, Brunswick Street in Brisbane City. It is one of the most popular arcade bars. And Netherworld is an entirely vegan place with meat and dairy being optional and all items on the menu. So I love that about them because they kind of did the, they flipped it on its head the way that, you know, you used to do these things where it would be like everything has meat and dairy. If you want it vegan, tell us. It's the other way there. So every single burger, every single dish is vegan unless you specify that you would like meat or dairy added. So they have amazing food at Netherworld and it is a slightly larger bar than Replay Bar, but it has a huge selection of pinballs and it's got all these old arcade games. You know, you can play Detona and you can play like um, Space Invaders, which I absolutely love. So we went to Replay, we got some cocktails and then we played Space Invaders and Daniel played a bit of the Tony Hawk uh, game. If you guys are into gaming at all, if you're into pinball, if you're into any of that fun kind of like nostalgia arcade stuff definitely check out replay bar when you go to hobart we had a blast there it was heap of fun we kind of just stopped in there for a drink but honestly i got in the zone with space invaders and i was really ready to stay (laughs) if we hadn't have like already had plans to check out this restaurant i would have been like screw it we're just staying here and we'll worry later about dinner and we will just have chips or something but you know we we refrained you like we held back and we did head off to our next destination so where we had decided to have dinner on the first night is monsoon thai monsoon thai um there's actually one in launceston but i don't think that they are connected with each other so we have a monsoon thai here in launceston but this one over in hobart i think it's owned by different people and just happens to have the same the same name um they had a separate vegan menu that you could look at as well as a regular menu so we ordered everything off the vegan menu i absolutely love when restaurants do that if they make the effort to have a vegan menu it just gives you so many more options because you don't have to stress and i love to just be able to like go i know for sure that they know that this stuff is vegan and i've got several different you know dishes that i can choose from Whereas with a regular menu, when it's like, we've got a vegan option, I always worry when I order it, like, I want the vegan option. Will they remember? Have they written it down? Sometimes they get that wrong. We were out to lunch the other day and I asked for the vegan option of a Mediterranean salad. It came out with Parmesan all through it and I had to send it back, which I absolutely hate doing. Sending food back to the kitchen, guys, it just makes me feel so guilty. I know that's dumb, but it does. I hate doing that. I feel like a jerk, you know really don't like to do it. So it's so much of a relief to me when they have fully vegan dishes available on menus. And at Monsoon Thai in Hobart, they had a lovely selection of vegan dishes on the menu. And it was not... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Just like one vegan entree or two vegan mains. It was like a full vegan menu option. Um, we got three entrees, including satay skewers, dumplings, and uh, calamari sort of entree. And it was unreal. It was so nicely done. The presentation was beautiful. At this restaurant too, we had not made a booking. So when we turned up there, we could see they were really busy and we we're like, can you fit us in? And they were like, oh, we haven't really got. And I was like, we're happy to sit outside. And they were like, okay. We can give you a table outside. So we wound up uh, going round the back of this restaurant and we actually got the whole back section to ourselves. It was this beautiful spot with fairy lights strung up um, and there was no one else around us. We had a table and heated to ourselves and it was just like fairy lights and plants. And honestly, it was so gorgeous. It was like this little private dining area just for us. Like it was cold, but it was fine because they did bring out the heater and it was just a really nice experience. So yeah, the, the whole atmosphere, mwah, chef's kiss on that. 10 out of 10. Gorgeous. Loved it. But the menu as well was just unreal. So for those entrees in particular, the satay skewers, which was like tofu um, satay skewers, were amazing so delicious the satay was still tender without being too soft so it still had some texture that you know was more reminiscent of like your chickeny or like firm tofu but it was still quite tender as well which is yeah kind of hard to do with tofu it's hard to get if you do cook with tofu at all you'll know what I mean like that's a difficult balance to walk and the calamari I don't know what they're using for their fake calamari. It was amazing. It tasted so much like calamari, but also the texture was so much like calamari and without being too rubbery. It was like the right sort of chewiness to replicate calamari. Daniel absolutely loved it. Um, I loved it too. But he even said, you know, this tastes just like calamari. I don't know what it was. I would be so curious to have a better understanding of what they're using in that instance to replicate the meat because, yeah, I'd be curious to know. I I can't put my finger down on what it is, but it's probably something to do with like bean curd or maybe it's a process to the tofu. I'm not really sure. I would love to know more. I'm going to research that one actually because I'm really curious now. But yes, those were the entrees and they were unreal. For the main, we just shared like a vegan pad thai and it was delicious. Pad thai is still a favorite and I actually made one myself the other night, which was really good. So yeah, winning. Um, But yes, that was dinner. Then we wandered back and it was gorgeous, the fairy lights. The next morning, we went to Salamanca and we went to the markets there. 
And at the markets, we got these vegan donuts that were really delicious. I can't remember the name of the store that we got them from, but they were like little donut balls and they came in this sugar syrup. So if you're at the markets, I think it was called Loftif or something, something like that. It was like an Afghani donut um, place. So if you see one like that, they'll tell you at the front that it's vegan because it had a big sign saying vegan. Definitely check them out. There was some really good food at the markets. There was a whole plant-based food truck. We would have ordered from there, but the rain really started coming down. So we didn't end up staying and like having more food. And honestly, we didn't need it because we had that. And we had one of those potato spirals, <laughs> which was good. I've never really ordered those because I always kind of thought they were a bit like, why would I order a potato like spiraled on a stick? That being said, I fucking live for potato. I eat way too much of it. So, you know, that's fine. It's just, yeah, I, I do love a bit of potato. And I don't know why I thought I wouldn't like it because DeJoy, obviously, I'm going to love that. Um, so, yeah, we had those two things at Salamanca Markets. And we would have explored a little bit more there had it not started bucketing down. We wound up back in the room to avoid the, the downpour. And... The one other place that I was really keen to see that I, you know, had read about and heard about was Veg Bar. And Veg Bar is this all vegan kind of like fast food style restaurant that has, you know, sort of vegan burgers, cauliflower wings, loaded fries, you know, a lot of that kind of stuff. Really good comfort vegan food. It's done in a very, the whole branding aesthetic there is very kind of, 1980s sort of like deliberate cringe I was so here for it it was a heap of fun so that was on our to-do list for lunch and we took a little bit of time between like the markets and actually getting there we stopped by the record store we went op shopping and that was all fun and then we trekked up this hill thinking that it was not going to be that far and wound up walking like at least half an hour in the rain Uh, We had an umbrella, but it didn't do much. The rain was coming down pretty hard then. So when we got to the restaurant, we were, yeah, soaked through and like somehow still sweaty from walking up a hill. It was not great, but I did have an amazing cocktail there. It was a sour cherry style cocktail that was served with, um, I think it was made with aquafaba because you had the little bit of foam on top and all vegan places don't use egg white in cocktails. So that would have been aquafaba to replace that. And if if you don't know what aquafaba is, aquafaba is the liquid from a can of beans, usually chickpeas, and it acts a bit like egg whites in cooking. So it will uh, froth up. You can also whip it up and turn it into kind of like meringue and stuff like that. I've actually made vegan meringues out of aquafaba before. You can find a reel for that on the Instagram. So head to the show notes to check out uh, our Instagram and find that reel. But yeah, this would have had aquafaba in it. It was a really nice sour cherry sort of cocktail with a little bit of fairy floss on top of all things. And I loved it. And I was like enjoying that. I wound up getting getting two, which is, you know, Neither here nor there, two cocktails at lunch. That's on me. I was on holiday. So, uh, yeah. And then we also ordered the cauliflower wings there, the loaded fries with like a pulled pork style thing on top and cheese sauce and stuff and like a fake sort of Big Mac style burger that they do. 
And everything was really good. Like, it was amazing. The Big Mac uh, style burger, they had perfected a sort of Mac sauce, as far as I remember. I have not had a Big Mac in many years because I've been vegan. But even before then, it was not something I usually ordered. I was more of a cheeseburger person at Macca's. But, yeah, the Big Mac kind of burger style sauce was right on point. They did the whole thing with, like, the multi-layers. There was, like, you know, double the burger patties. It was very good. And I liked what they did with the cauliflower wings, but they did them in, um, I think, a batter and then deep fried them. And I I think I've had them done a few different ways. I don't know if the battered cauliflower wings are my favorite. I feel like I like um, the crumbed ones a little bit better. But, you know, that being said, all things being cool, they were still really good. <laughs> like, they were still really delicious. The pulled pork style loaded fries that we got at Veg Bar were done with jackfruit. So that was really good. Jackfruit replicates pulled pork very well. If you've never worked with jackfruit to create pulled pork, it comes in a can and you can get jackfruit pieces like that. If you can buy the whole fruit, you're not living here because I've never seen them anywhere. (laughs) I don't know. I think they're more of a tropical fruit. So you might see them in like other parts of Australia, but yeah, I've never really seen them down here in Tassie. Um, But you can get them canned and obviously people do often get like canned jackfruit pieces try and get them in water if you are going to do that and you want to try and replicate a pork style rinse them thoroughly because there is a weird flavor that can stick around in some of the brine if you have gotten a briny one even the ones that are in water there's kind of a fruity sort of flavor that's quite distinct about jackfruit so once you've done that you rinse them you pat them dry and then you need to flavor them and soak them for a while in like um, a marinade or a sauce before you do cook them but you can cook it off in the oven kind of like I guess like you would with um yeah the the meat if you were working with actual meat so yeah, it's really nice and it's a really great way to replicate pulled pork if you've never tried it. There were so many other places that we did want to see in Hobart and I don't even have a list of them all here, but it was amazing to see um, a fully vegan restaurant in Hobart, a veg bar. And I know that there are others there as well, like Bury Me Standing, I think is fully vegan, as well as a bunch that just have dedicated vegan menus. And I'm all here for this development in restaurants. A dedicated vegan menu makes a huge difference to me. It's kind of like having an allergen menu for people. You know, if you were allergic to something, it'd be so much easier if they had a menu that was separate for that. And when you ordered from it, you knew that nothing you were eating would have yeah, any chance of interacting with the other stuff. So it's just nice to see that happening more. But yeah, if you are going to go travel somewhere and you're concerned about it, you should probably hit up the Facebook groups, see if they can give you any recommendations for vegan food in those areas. It's a really great way to get the insider tips because vegans will have eaten at all of those. And you don't really want to walk into a bar that's trying to be inclusive and have vegan options and then have them bring you out like, I don't know, a cauliflower that hasn't been seasoned and just thrown in the oven. Like I've seen that happen before. (laughs) It's really good to have like a horse in the race in the sense that, you know, you've got people out there knowing what is good and what's worth ordering and you can get their advice. I think it's so worthwhile. So yeah, definitely join up with your vegan groups. If you are going to go visit places, if you're hitting Hobart up, try out veg bar, bury me standing and monsoon Thai for sure. You could also check out the little poet, little Lotus cafe, the Thai Veggie Hut, and the Winston. And if you just love video games, check out Replay Bar. It's a heap of fun. I hope that you guys have enjoyed this episode. And next week, we will be back with another one. 
If you do have any questions about the podcast, you can hit us up on social media. You can head over to Facebook or Instagram and check us out there. Or you can head to our TikTok. You'll find the link in the show notes. Show notes On TikTok, we're actually just at Rochelle Hope because I didn't bother to make a vegan, uh, you know, specific one for make 10 traces of soy. So yeah, follow us on Instagram, you know, find us on TikTok, uh, hit us up on Facebook, any questions, any suggestions. If you're enjoying the show too, like take a photo or a screenshot of you listening to the, the show and post it to your socials and tag us, we'll definitely share it to ours. And make sure that you go and check out the vlog for our Hobart trip on YouTube. You can find the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining us this week. And we may be back in a week. We're considering going weekly with the podcast again. Otherwise, we'll be back in a fortnight. We'll just find out. (laughs) Thanks for being here, guys.